with the Athletic Podcast Network. This is The Update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to Darren Urban, who covers the Arizona Cardinals for azcardinals.com, about what questions the Cardinals are facing entering the 2022 season. DeAndre Hopkins out with a PED suspension for the start of this year. Marquise Hollywood-Brown has not yet practiced in full, and he's had some legal problems of his own. What are they going to do at the cornerback position? The pass rush is also a question. Where do the Cardinals stack up in the NFC West? All things we can talk about with Darren Urban, who joins me next. Today is Monday, August 15th. It's a pleasure to welcome back to the podcast, Darren Urban. He covers the Arizona Cardinals for azcardinals.com. Darren, what's going on, man? Great to have you back on with us. I appreciate you having me. Fun time of year, I think, for everybody as we're, uh, we're into training camp, starting on the preseason, of course. Uh, give me the, the number one storyline you're focused on as we get going in preseason. Well, I, I think, quite frankly, a big picture is just how, especially this offense, is going to come together. Kyler Murray's missed a lot of practice time for various reasons. Hollywood Brown still isn't practicing fully yet uh, as he comes off the hamstring. You know, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be suspended to begin the year. So I think right now the big storyline is just how is this offense going to come together? And I don't know if we're really going to have a good sense of that until the games really start counting. I know Kyler Murray missed some time last week. Had a, uh, I guess they were saying wrist soreness, just maintenance that he wasn't practicing or playing. And then also Colt McCoy was dealing with uh, some arm soreness and so uh, did not get uh, get into that game on Friday. Anyway, as far as, as Kyler Murray is concerned, is this just not a concern right now? They think this is just sort of a, a precaution keeping him out? Yeah, I mean, I think the wrist soreness was a little bit of it, but mostly he just missed the whole week with COVID. And, you know, coming off of that, knowing he wasn't going to play against the Bengals, which he wouldn't have even if he was 100% healthy and just kind of giving the reps to the guys that were going to play and getting him kind of slow ramped up, I think is part of it. I mean, it's clear that this staff and this organization has decided to become very careful with guys and their health, knowing that things got a little sideways last year with guys getting hurt. Sometimes you can prevent that, sometimes you can't. But right now it's all about making sure everybody's ready for the first game. I don't think there's any concern whatsoever that Kyler Murray is going to be ready for week one. It's just a question of how we get there from here. What kind of improvements do you think are expected for him this year in terms of on-field? I, I thought early on it was uh, it seemed sort of dangerous for him early in his career. I mean, that, that first season he would roll out of the pocket, he would take some big hits, and then I think he did a better job of, of kind of preventing that over the last couple of years. However, getting through an entire NFL season is going to take a toll on his body. I think he's looked good at times. He made some bad decisions in the postseason last year, but uh, it happens to young quarterbacks in general. What do you think that the goals are or the hopes for his improvements this year as a quarterback? Well, I mean, I think generally some of it is the decision-making, which you were already talking about. You know, uh, things got sideways for multiple reasons, I think, in the playoff game and a little bit down the stretch. You want to try and keep him healthy. And I think at this point, you know, Kyler would prefer to use his athleticism to escape problems once in a while, but he certainly doesn't want it to be a part of the main offense if he could avoid it. I don't know how many actual run plays they actually want to call with him because he knows he doesn't want to necessarily take the punishment. And in the end, that's probably a smart move for the team is to be careful with that. But I think ultimately the big improvement that needs to be there is make sure that he's on kind of the same mentality as what his receivers do. There was a couple of miscommunications last year with a couple of guys. He's got some other new pieces. I mean, Hollywood Brown, he did play with them in college, but obviously the NFL is a different game. So we'll see how that progresses. And I also think he needs to get to a point where He's able to use the middle of the field a little bit more than he's been able to. Now, some of that is 
offensive related, well, how the plays are designed. And some of that is just Kyler's comfort level, obviously with his size in the middle of the, of the line of scrimmage. But I think if they can get there and having a whole season with Zach Ertz will help, I think that's an area he could improve. Health is a, is a big factor here for sure. And, and you talked about losing or, or potentially missing a couple of receivers at the start of the season in Hopkins and in Hollywood Brown uh, as he's not practiced fully. You mentioned that earlier. In terms of the backfield, uh, that's a great way to sort of relieve some of that pressure off of the offenses, run the ball effectively. James Conner, Eno Benjamin in the backfield. I know James Conner had a great season last year. Daryl Williams is back there now too. How is that going to stack up, you think, as far as usage goes? Is it going to be a heavy load to Conner and then we'll see a little bit of the other two guys? Is he a bell cow back? What are you thinking about for the backfield? Well, Cliff Kingsbury has made it clear that while James Conner is going to be the starter and the main guy, he just isn't going to do as well if you're giving the, him 25 touches a game. It's probably not going to end well in terms of health, and it, it doesn't really work out well for most backs, quite frankly, these days in terms of a 17-game season. So I think Conner's going to get the bulk of the work. Now, how it plays out the rest of the way, I think, is still to, to be determined. They really liked having Chase Edmonds as a one-two punch with Connor. Obviously, he's gone to uh, Miami. So can Eno Benjamin be that guy now? They're not necessarily the same exact kind of players, but Eno Benjamin probably fits a little bit better in terms of that kind of role than maybe Daryl Williams might. Cliff Kingsbury has gone out of his way to praise Eno Benjamin multiple times all through the offseason. So I, it does feel like Eno Benjamin's going to get that chance. And, and having Daryl Williams, I think, as a third choice, as a help if James Conner gets dinged up, I think all those things play into it. I mean, the way the league goes now, for us to think here in training camp that they won't need James Conner and Eno Benjamin and Daryl Williams at some point this season because of injuries or whatever, I think is naive at this point. Switching over to the defense a little bit, Isaiah Simmons is a guy I was really excited about a couple of years ago when he was drafted. I wanted to ask you about how he's looking, J.J. Watt, what that defense is going to look like, and, and how you think it'll stack up against some of these big offenses in the NFC West this season. Well, starting with Isaiah, I mean, I think uh, while they have moved him around like he did a little bit in college, I think, I think this year they've really committed to the idea that let's get Isaiah Simmons to a place where he's very much comfortable. So they're playing him at a position that they're calling star backer, which is kind of a hybrid safety linebacker thing. He's technically still a linebacker, but he's probably playing further off the line of scrimmage than maybe he would have previously, maybe to use his athleticism so he can go see the play and, and blow it up rather than necessarily having to read as much. And I think he's more comfortable in that role. So I, I do think he's got a chance to have a nice year because they're kind of catering to those strengths. J.J. Watt's a guy who was playing well last year until he got hurt. And I think with J.J. at this point, that's going to be kind of the thing. I, I don't doubt that he's going to be able to be productive. You know, he's not defensive player of the year, J.J. Watt anymore, but I have no doubt that he can be very productive if he's healthy. And they need him to be healthy. So can he last more than seven games, which is when he got hurt last year and missed the majority of the regular season? before coming back surprisingly and, and amazingly for that playoff game. So, I mean, he's the guy that he still gives you a lot if he's on the field. And so that's what they need. And, you know, defensively, I think overall there's questions and I don't think that's an unfair statement. They lost Chandler Jones to free agency. They've got to find beyond Marcus Golden, what kind of pass rush they're going to have. I think there's concerns at cornerback right now. I, I really like their safety tandem of Jalen Thompson and Buda Baker, but what are they going to do at cornerback besides Byron Murphy? 
And those two things are arguably the two most important parts of an NFL defense right now, pass rush and cornerbacks. So I think they're counting on some young guys in the pass rush, and we're going to kind of see how that plays out. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they make some kind of move at cornerback, whether it's by trade or by a free agent signing. So cornerback, the position of a little bit of concern there as well as pass rush. I'm with you. You look at that safety tandem over the top. That's a, that's one of the best ones, I think, in all the NFL, not just in the NFC or the NFC West. And there's some good defenses out there. When you look at the calling card for this team, I think obviously it's going to be the offense. They think that they're going to be able to score points when they're healthy, when they've got all of their weapons. What needs to happen, do you think, for this team to compete for an NFC West title? I believe last year they were the, long, they were the, the last undefeated team in the NFL. And then the Rams, of course, get hot and sort of blew the smoke out of their ears and went all the way to the Super Bowl. The Niners got hot and changed gears at the end of the season and sort of ran the table there all the way to an NFC title game. What needs to happen for the Cardinals to get back into the playoffs this year or to compete for an NFC West title? You know, it's funny. Like last year, as much as the end of the season it rings in everybody's ears here, it didn't go well. If the Cardinals beat the Seahawks at home in the season finale, they win the division, not the Rams. And I think they take a lot from that. Now, again, we talked about some of the defensive things that they're going to have to work out. But I think if Kyler Murray continues to improve at the rate that he's already been improving, which he has improved every year, and they get some health and they get DeAndre Hopkins back where their team is in a place where they can do some work, obviously some of those defensive things have have to happen. I absolutely think this team can compete for a potential division title. Now, that's a lot of things that have to happen. And one of it is you've got to go the first six games without DeAndre Hopkins and can your offense survive against a very difficult schedule doing that. But if that happens and they do have that health, I do believe they have the people to do it, but it's a tough division. You know, the Rams are the Rams. I really like the 49ers. I still have big questions on what Trey Lance is going to be able to do, but beyond if he can play well, I think they've got a, a really nice team. So it's going to be a grind for sure, especially with the NFC West playing the AFC West. But again, I think this team has got the ability to do it. Now, whether they do it or not is, is another question. Darren, I really appreciate the time, man. Uh, it should be a fun season. I think the NFC West is going to be one of the more interesting divisions to watch in all of football. A lot of talent, some good high-flying offenses, and of course, the big questions you mentioned about Trey Lance should be fun to see how those get answered this season. Oh, dude, I meant to mention, uh, I just saw I was watching uh, Hard Knocks, the premiere with the Detroit Lions. The Cardinals are going to be in the mid-season version. Huh? That's, that's kind of wild. Yes, that's correct. The Hard Knocks in season uh, will be the Cardinals this year. Last year was a cold to be Cardinals starting November 9th. So, you know, hopefully the Cardinals are still playing for something at that point, but we'll, we'll find out what happens. Yeah, it'd be fun. And uh, in the midseason return to DeAndre Hopkins. Darren Urban, uh, great job covering the Cardinals. You said it's season 23, I think I saw on your, uh, your Twitter account. So congratulations to you. Have a great season, man. We'll catch up with you later. Appreciate it, Adam. Great stuff from Darren Urban. Make sure you're reading him. azcardinals.com has been covering the Cardinals, as I mentioned, for 23 years. So he's all over that stuff uh, with the Kyler Murray situation uh, as far as the health and his return goes and the wrist soreness he was dealing with last week. Also, pay attention to what's going on with DeAndre Hopkins. Marquise Brown hasn't practiced fully. He also got in trouble for a a DUI just a a couple of days ago. was caught up and, and arrested. So follow that situation. We'll see what happens with him and if he faces a suspension at the start of the season. 
Thank you to Darren. Thank you to Brian, my producer. Thank you to you, the listener, if you're enjoying the podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever it is you're listening. We'll keep bringing you all the best NFC West and 49er coverage all season long here on the update. Uh, On Wednesday, we'll get back into some stuff going on this week. 49ers in action yet again this weekend uh, against the Minnesota Vikings, doing some joint practices throughout this week with Minnesota. So do not expect the starters to go this week, but uh, some uh, some improvements or some uh, ramping up for the 49ers as they get closer and closer to the start of week one. Until Wednesday, everybody enjoy the week. We'll talk to you then. 